Hello everyone, welcome back to one of my English episodes. Thank you so much for listening to me and taking the time to listen more about Latin America and also about Bitcoin. Uh, I was lost for the past few weeks actually because I'm in a new city and actually I visited Venezuela, which is why I'm making this um, podcast in order to let you know everything that I saw in less than two days, which it was scary. And uh, yeah, let's get it started because I'm really excited about it. Okay, I'm not sure how to start telling you everything, but I'm going to put in order all the ideas because this is really incredible how uh, Venezuela has changed in the past two years. I haven't visited Venezuela before the pandemic situation. And when it went there, I got shocked. I got shocked because I never expected to see everything that I saw. So at the beginning, let me tell you how did it start. And uh, I'm going to tell you how to get there. I'm going to tell you what I live to get there. Um, I'm going to tell you how the new behavior of currencies are working there. And yes, currencies in plural. There is no volior. There are just Colombian pesos, dollars, um, money transac uh, international transactions like Zelle, which is a common application that they use to receive dollars. And plus... Uh, Of course, the Bolivar, but I'm going to tell you why it's going to be eliminated in the next few months. So now we're going to be speaking about the first uh, part, which is the shortcuts or las trochas. Uh, that's what, how we say that in, in, in Spanish. So before getting, getting there, uh, you, I, you need to know that the borders are closed, which it means that you need to get to get other shortcuts or path in order to get to Venezuela. And that's another story. When I, I got to the border, I realized that, of course, the border was closed and it's just open for people that are 60 or 57 years old and they have like a, a appointment to, uh, to visit the doctor. Basically, it's just the requirement that you need. But after that, you need just to go To take the shortcuts, so let's start about let's start speaking about those shortcuts, which is really interesting, because one of them that I took is also taken by la guerrilla, which is our uh, which is the paramilitaries that, that are from Colombia, and then they work with dangerous people from Venezuela. So the, the worst parts or the worst scenarios that you can imagine in both countries are in just one shot. The worst people that you can imagine, people from jail, people, uh, you know, that <laughs> think about the communism is good and they made like uh, different, different circumstances also in Colombia that uh, it, it happened even in the 1950s. They are all there. Okay, so I just want you to imagine that dangerous scenario that I live, that I cross through just to see my family. And uh, I would love also to 
let you know that once you cross that border, you have to pay. Okay, so that shortcut that you pay normally right now, there is no like warranty of your life. It's like crossing the border between Mexico and, and the United States. But the point of this uh, this border is actually is official for politicians. It means if you pay in a certain amount of money or well, in this time that I, I cross, it just you just pay a collaboration, right? But imagine that collaboration per minute, how much money they receive. And this is a split up uh, with the corruption people in that border. And specifically, this path is one of the most current or recurring path to acquire products or services from Colombia and to get to Venezuela. It means that many politicians use this path just to receive their, their products because now the, the politicians in Venezuela uh, have a lot of benefits and they are now entrepreneurs, they are now business owners. So we're going to be speaking more about that. But I just want you to imagine that shortcut, how terrible, all the terrible things that you can you can imagine, you can see there, you can see little children uh, forgiven, um, forgot, I'm sorry. Um, you can see anything. You can see anything. People just crossing the border, trying to find food less expensive in Colombia because now in Venezuela is more expensive. And when it was crossing this path, the terrible thing about that was just the way that you feel is scared because you need to cross a uh, bridge, bridge uh, different uh, different bridges and also you see all of these dangerous people with guns with everything and you don't know what which nationality it is they, they could be colombian they could be venezuelans you don't know you just know that there's dangerous people there when it was when the market i realized how many products and services there were specifically from Colombia. Colombia is like the new China for Venezuela and all the products were in pesos and dollars. So I remember I was trying just to buy chocolates because one of the most famous chocolates in the world is from Venezuela and they were just in, in, in pesos and even even paying in pesos, it was more expensive than buying here because all the enterprises of chocolate, official chocolate enterprises are here in Colombia. And it was that part. And just to let you know that everything, all the appliances, all the, all the things at home are using in other currencies. So imagine, think about this, you're earning in another money, in the official money of your country, but when you want to get services or you want to get something new for you, you have to find the solution to exchange, to exchange your money for other currencies that these stores are allowed to receive. It means dollars 
or Colombian pesos. And if you don't get that in cash, you have to find another way to exchange with money transactions of Bolivars and to pay a tax to someone who is selling that in cash. So let's say I want to have $5 in cash, but I just have Bolivars. So you have to find someone that has that money that can receive Bolivar, uh, Bolivares or Bolivars and also they uh, they add a percentage in order to make that fav that favor for me. So imagine how frustrated it could be living that daily situation where you cannot get access to your money and people that are just using this method is just are just getting that solution, but there's no other warranty that your money is going to be valid in the next minutes because it's going to change the price and so on so this is this is really um unexpected this is really shocking when when i am speaking that way but specifically there was something that i really wanted to speak that it's also scary for that is also scary that i'm going to be speaking that in a in another, in another episode but it's about old people and children that's what i saw there So the population has been even reduced in Venezuela. You feel it. And that's going to impact the development of the country. Um, even me, I left my country when I was 18 years old without a family, without anything, without any money. And it was not that difficult for me at that time because there, there were most uh, acceptance from people in, the, in other countries. But then when that the, the crisis started to increase, also many Venezuelans started to immigrate, it was a huge impact, actually. And so it is difficult because there are hundreds of thousands of families in a similar situation. And since Venezuelan grandparents don't have Zoom passports, resources to visit their families or their grandchildren, even every so many years sometimes they don't don't even don't, don't have even money to pay for their medicine for, for their medicines so now grandparents are taking care of their grandchildren many people are just you know getting desperate just to get out of venezuela and and just to have a good quality of life and that's really sad because if you see If you see this current situation, they are just asking for a new alternative, uh, a new possibility to have a better quality of life. And that's why I wanted to, to make this podcast because there are many things that I would love to discuss here and also to know your opinion about, about the situation. So... Don't forget to let me know what do you think about this. If you listen to this podcast, if you want to share it with other friends, please let them know what's really happening with currencies, what's really happening. I do think that Bitcoin could be the solution for this country, of course. And that's why I'm here. If you would like to contact me, don't forget to uh, do it or to follow me through my social media, which is on Twitter. Uh, Gabi Vivas BTC and also on Instagram so I'm gonna be more than happy to assist you and also to give you more information about the current Venezuela and remember that it, this was the first part of this episode ciao ciao
after that shortcut, I took a taxi, which is provided by Venezuelan people that are allowed to do this kind of trips. So basically you pay them in pesos and they put the the, the price that is uh, that it is, right? And you share this taxi with other two, three people that you don't know, but probably they could be, you know, families, they could be just people that are looking for medications or for, or for some exchange of money that their families send in in Colombia many things obviously it's, there, there are many cases that when you when you take those caps you can understand other situations that are facing Venezuelan people so in this scenario when I arrived to San Cristobal which is the normal city of the of the border which is the normal new business there I saw many posters of Chavez everywhere his eyes actually it was really famous his eyes that it was like a meaning of he's seeing you like god right and arriving there i was seeing that the all the city was pretty new when we say that it means that there was not enough cars there was not enough people around the city and i also thought well this is because of the pandemic thing But actually, it's not because of that. It's because many people of the city um, have have been uh, has been doing other things in Colombia, or they just left their country. And now the new people that you found in the city are foreigners from not always foreigners, but people from Caracas, from other places in Venezuela. And now this city is just a city of souvenirs. So this is really sad. This is really sad when I speak about this because it was shocking the first day. The next following day, I went to an interesting market because I wanted to see how the how is everything is working if if there if it's true that it's missing food in Venezuela. And let me tell you that is that that changed that is not true actually there are a lot of food there there are a lot of services there are a lot of offer there have a lot of demand but what's the problem the people there are just paying in pesos and they are earning in bolivares so all those services are passing through the shortcuts and they are they have higher uh, prices because all the taxes, let's say taxes because I don't find other words, to la guerrilla, to paramilitares, to people from Venezuela, to the militaries in Venezuela, to the corruption, all those prices increase more the service or the product. And at the end, when a Venezuelan person gets the product here, they're paying five times more this product that the normal ones that they can find in Colombia if they come to here so this is just the idea just to let you know how things are working there 